Hey everybody, how are you? It's Lisa E from The Lick here, coming to you from New Zealand at slightly earlier time today, 6.30pm on a Monday night. So some of you watching this, it may also be a Monday in the morning or maybe even a Sunday night. So hope you're having a great day or morning or evening or afternoon, wherever you are. Now today's topic is about success or failure. And it's called Beyond Failure. And I want to tell you a bit of a context to this. Why did I choose failure today? Because over the weekend, I saw that I was really attached to my business being successful. And what do I mean by that? I mean, obviously, when you start something, you know, you, you, you'd like it to be going really well. And you'd like it to be doing well and all the rest of it. However, I saw it was a really, I was holding on tight to this thing. And it has to do well, my network nurture. And because of that, I had no perspective. I had no capacity to step back and have a good look and go, oh, that's working, that isn't. What could I drop? What could I bring in? And that's how that's how much I was holding tight to my business I have been. And I've been working hard, not in the old way of hard, but, you know, if I need to do something, I'll do it. And I've been persistent and I've been carrying on and doing everything I can. And yes, there's gaps and there's things we'd like to happen. Hello, who's that? I can't see comments. Um, not sure who that is. Anyway, cool, thanks for that. Um, so yeah, I've been holding on really tight to this thing, like it's got to do well, it's got to do well. But that hasn't given me the perspective to sit back and go, okay, that part's not working, that part is. And I've been really attached, and it all comes from an interesting uh, point of view, doesn't it? It all comes from an old pattern, and obviously I've got an old pattern going on about failure. It was really good to see this because I'm working with my clients all the time. Now, in my day-to-day -day life, I see successes making difference to one person each day. Whether it's the cats, you know, it could be that. Whether it's my, you know, something I'm making a difference to. And it could even be a garden, an animal, a person. But obviously, I haven't put that across into my business. I've expected more things to be happening. And as you can imagine, that's been giving me a bit of frustration. I didn't realize how frustrated I was with it. I didn't realize how tiring that was for this thing to constantly, me constantly pushing for it to be more successful or successful and not to fail was the underlying thing, as I can't fail. But you know, I've had things fail before. I've had two businesses that, well, one I just left, but the other one 10 years ago that didn't work. And, and it's all been part of choosing and creating and getting me to here, the journey of getting to here. So I Definitely think that's a huge part of everything we do is allowing ourselves to fail, to really just fail. And what do I mean by that? First attempt, and first attempt in learning or whatever else you want to say about that acronym. So failing to now is more about you have to give it a go to be able to even learn something in a business or try something new. You actually have to do it and you are not going to succeed. So the first time you learn piano, you're going to hit the wrong key. You're going to play the wrong chord. You're not going to add the, hey, Jenny, how are you? You're not going to add the right note into the chord. That's just life. Hey, Betty, how are you? But if we take it to the point, hey, so good to see you girls. But if we take it to that point of it has to succeed, then we even those little things we're doing along the way, which could be seen as a failure or a mistake, we can't receive them and we have them as judgments. So it could be something like, you know, that tech thing I did a year ago and it didn't quite work out. Oh, thanks, Betty. I value you too. 
So it could be that tech stuff that didn't work out a year ago. And now you're judging yourself because of that tiny little thing. That's what we call in this reality a failure, even if it's a small one. But actually all these little things on the way, whether it's your business, whether it's something else, are bringing you to a new place of awareness, a new place of consciousness, and a new place of knowing. So whether my business succeeds or fails, depending on however you want to look at it, there is nothing wrong. And I saw that, and I felt this freedom this last couple of days. There's actually nothing wrong. That's right, all little things become big. So even if this falls over, network nurture, there will be something else. And I've got that freedom now. But up to yesterday, I had a really limiting synaptic pathway underneath around I can't fail. And of course, that's probably not even mine. It'll be something that was wired in when I was young or something that happened and I wired it in or something to do with my parents or family. Oh, I'm loving all that love. Thank you so much. So there was a pattern going on. And unless we do a little bit of digging or deeper work, we don't always see the pattern underneath. The pattern above that was, I have to succeed. But of course, what's the opposite of succeed? And this reality is failure. What if there was no opposite? What if there was no success and failure? Seriously, peeps, if we don't judge something as successful or a failure, there actually isn't that at all. It's the meaning we put onto something that means it's successful or not. It totally is the meaning. It's not actually the event. Now, you could say that my marriage breakup um, and me being divorced is a failure. Or I could see it as a success, as in I had my marriage, I, I had great times and some not so great times, but great times, two beautiful kids, and now I'm really happy by myself. Is that a failure? No. So, you know, if I held all these little things that have happened in my life and allowed them to be seen as a failure, well, then I wouldn't be a very happy person because I've had a marriage breakup. I had no credit for five years. I've moved six or seven times in the last six years. I'm single. Lots of these things people would say is, oh, that's a bit of a failure. It's not very successful. But whose measuring stick are we using? If you're using one outside of you, and you keep doing that, and also you listen to the brain pattern, or don't find a way to access that underlying stuff, there's no happiness and joy, okay? So now I know if my business fell over this week, if I had to say, look, it's not working, blah, 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 there's nothing wrong, and there's nothing right. It just is what it is. But has it created something for me? Yes amazing things. I have so many more skills now, tech skills, capacity to communicate. I never did a live a year ago. My capacity to write posts has got better. Everything, my communication with people online has really improved and my capacity to coach people has really improved. And I've got amazing tools that I can help with others. So whether I took that and went to a business and did it for them, that's fine. It doesn't matter. But out of this last year and a half, I have gained so much, so there is no loss. So success and failure in this reality, what we're trained in, was all about something being right and wrong. But there technically is nothing right and wrong. It's just whatever, hey Belinda, just talking about success and failure. Success and failure is whatever you choose that to be. And like I said at the beginning, if I've made a difference to one person today, and it could be your animals, it could be your garden, something living, 
It could be one person. Have I been successful? Yes. So I certainly don't have my day-to-day -day life look like maybe what other people think is successful. But I did have an underlying pattern, which through journaling and my tools came up yesterday and this morning about I, I have to succeed. And it was like this holding on to my business where I couldn't see anything that I could make it even better. You know, like I couldn't see. The fact that I was wanting it to succeed has been stopping me from seeing what I could drop or change that would make it succeed. Because underneath it, I was running away from failing. I didn't want it to fail. And by running away from that and trying not to fail, what do we do? We fail. Because what we resist persists. So that underlying pattern was running and that was me trying to run from it failing. But in doing so, I would probably end up failing long term because the exhaustion with this trying to make it succeed. So I'm pushing and forcing. Now, I don't do a lot of pushing and forcing these days, but there's been a little bit lately. And that's how come this has come up. Because I've used my tools. I've done the journaling, meditations, all the other tools I use with my clients on myself every day. And I saw that I had a point of view that it has to succeed. Now, that is locking me in to something being right and looking a certain way. And it locked me into seeing my business a certain way. And it's going in a direction I didn't think with the journaling and meditation. Even though they were tools, I didn't think that would be coming services online. Like they were tools I use one-to-one -one and in small groups. But it's really interesting by seeing these things and seeing where we're locking ourselves up, we get to allow something come in that we might not have thought was going to be part of its success. So by seeing all this, I'm allowing more of that stuff that I didn't think it would be a year ago to come in too. Because by having that sort of real tunnel vision of it has to succeed and look this way, you can't let something else in. So I had a real point of view of how it had to look. And by now, I needed to be earning more money. And yeah, it's that side of it sometimes isn't easy. Now, am I giving up yet? No. Do I have ease with it? Yes. It's not always easy, but I have ease with that. So I had this tunnel vision, only seeing it look a certain way, and it had to succeed. Yes, Belinda. Now, Belinda was feeling like to be successful mum now, after her marriage breakup, that she had to buy a house. Doesn't have to look that way, does it, hun? It did for me. Not success, but it was what I wanted for me and my kids. But yours looks different. And isn't that great that you don't see that as a failure, anything that you've done as well. But it's interesting because we have these little insidious points of views that sit underneath. And underneath mine, my business had to be successful, was actually the reverse. I can't fail and I don't want to fail. But by allowing it to fall over, you're more likely to win. Because by allowing it to just be, oh, well, if it falls over, it falls over, I don't lose all that energy and trying to force it to succeed. I don't have tunnel vision on, on forcing it to succeed. And I, and I don't, don't have any attachment to whether it does or not. Where a day ago, I was really attached to whether my business would succeed or not. Hey, Nikki, great to see you. So just talking about success and failure and how yesterday I saw that I was really holding on to my business and it had to succeed but underneath it was I can't fail and we're talking about how there's only a yardstick that you have for measurement no one outside of you can decide what's failing or succeeding
But obviously, I had a point of view about failing because I have had two businesses before. They didn't fail. They just didn't reach where I was meant to go with them. And in my heart, you know, I really want to support people. I really want to make a difference globally for people that are not happy. Sorry, I just accidentally jumped off then. So in my heart, I really want to make a difference to women particularly and men, but, you know, I don't want anyone unhappy and sad and judging themselves and feeling like they're failures. So that's why I started this business. So you can see why I was really holding on tight to it, having to look a certain way and succeed. And by having it to succeed a certain way, I haven't been allowing other things to come in or things to drop. Oh, thanks, Heather. Because what happens is when we only see it one way, we can't allow something different. What if someone came in next week and said, could we do this together? But I only had a certain way of what success looked like. And they said, look, I've got some funding here. I've got a program I'd like you to do. What if that happened? But I'm stuck on success being self-employed, looking this way, earning this much money, whatever that is, then I can't see the other opportunities. So I'm now dropping that thing about success. So I've actually like literally cut the tie. It felt like that this morning. It was like, okay, I'm releasing you, business, sort of energetically, you know, the weight of it. I've released it. It's like, okay, if you fail, it's not a failure. It's just I'll be on to the next thing because I'm very good at finding the next thing. If you succeed, that's brilliant too, but I'm going to find a way to support people regardless, whether it's a job, whether it's in this business, whether I'm working with someone else, I'll always be supporting others. I know that. That is part of my superpower is my capacity to contribute to others, to make a difference in their lives. So for me, it's not about, you know, being a, being um, working in a garden or working with animals. It's about people and you know, I love those things. So that's not my superpower. So yeah, I'm wondering where you have something tied up, really locked in that has to succeed because underneath it, you don't want to fail. And you know, there is no failure. It's all in the brain. It's all a synaptic pathway. So anywhere we think we're failing is all an old pattern that won't belong to us. We're conditioned and programmed to succeed and not to fail. And if we fail, it's judged. And yet at school, as you know, Nikki, and everyone else on here, and you know too, Jenny, and anyone else who's been a teacher, kids have to not spell a word right before they get it right. Kids have to say the wrong sound for a letter. Kids have to fall over in the playground while they're learning to play soccer before they can play soccer. It's how we actually absorb something and learn something is by the falling over and then getting up again. We don't tell a child they're wrong when they fall over when they're learning to walk, a baby or a child. And yet we tell ourselves we're wrong when we fall over in something. So I'm just going to keep looking at that with my business. I'm going to be journaling a lot on that and asking a lot of questions about, you know, show me some more awarenesses here around what's required in my business. And I actually talk to my business like it's a person. I know that sounds weird, but I have that relationship with it. Because it's an energy, just like everything else. So I'm like, okay, business, sorry about that this morning. I'm letting you be who you are. You are not your businesses. You are not your children. You are not your houses. You are not your jobs. You are not your cars. And business is the same. So I had to actually emotionally and remove myself. And it was a good thing because now I can look in with fresh eyes, not eyes that are trying to succeed or not fail, but eyes that are willing 
to just look at it from more of a healthy stepping back neutral perspective and when we're in neutrality this is proven with science we have the greatest clarity not when we're in excitement and not when we're in depression but when we're in that neutral sort of space we can look carefully at something and really look at it so I wasn't neutral I was really attached to it working and winning and being and not because of any of you not worried about being judged it was more me judging me we're always our greatest critics. And what has Heather said here? I've been holding on tight too with some things don't go to plan. This is a good reminder. Sometimes it helps to get clarity. Yeah. So you could even ask yourself and journal or ask this question. I wonder where I'm trying to succeed when really if I failed would be the right thing. Now, I know that sounds like a weird question. I will say when I open to the universe, I succeed, then I hold on tight and freeze. Okay, what about asking, universe, show me what success looks like to me. Um, I wonder what it would take for me to not care if I succeed or fail. Because it's actually been able to receive everything and not judge it. That gives us the greatest freedom and takes us into that neutrality. So have a look where you've got things as black and white, yes and no, and right and wrong, and success and failure. Have a look. We've all got it. And you know why we've all got it? Because of our brains. Our consciousness, our being doesn't do this. A three-year-old doesn't do this. But we're trained by seven or eight or nine or ten to be in that's right, that's wrong. It's a yes, it's a no, it's a black, it's a white. It's a success, it's a failure. So if you have all these points of views or deep, deep something around success or failure, it's just a brain pattern and it can actually be shifted quite quickly. I've shifted mine today. And I also went for a swim in my wetsuit. Went to go and have a surf, but it wasn't, it wasn't great. So I had a swim, and you know, it wasn't that cold. And that really shifted something for me. It really eased my body. So it's also about, there's a lot of stress on your body when you're trying to succeed or not fail. Your body will be holding a lot of tension. So it's also finding that physical stuff. So it's finding a way to clear the head, dump that out. It's finding a way to clear it out of the body, what, yoga or whatever you do, meditation. And it's finding also a way to use words in the world that will shift it. And statements like, um, I'm not good enough or I have to succeed or I don't want to fail, just bring more of it because we rewire the brain. But a question, rewires a reticular activating um, system. Whether you believe it or not, this is, this is actually how it works. So anyone who created or invented something asked the question, I wonder what happened if I put that there? All the greatest inventors, all the greatest scientists, philosophers, poets, artists will ask, if I do this in a Cubist style, I wonder what my painting will look like, someone like Picasso. So are you willing to ask rather than know based on an old pattern? Are you willing to ask for something new? Or are you still going to think and know based on an old pattern. Because that knowing we have that comes out of our mouth and brain is just knowing on an old pattern most of the time. Okay? Unless we're really consciously aware that we're saying something that isn't. We're often saying things that are unkind to us and create more of the same. And I know I say this every time, but it actually it is true, guys. We, we, we are our greatest enemy in the sense of how we talk to ourselves, our unkind words. So yeah, don't see anything you do as either successful or failure. Just do it because it feels right. And when it doesn't feel right, 
don't do it anymore. So when my business doesn't feel right anymore, I won't be doing it. It still feels right to keep going. I've given myself some distance from it now. I can look in. And yeah, other people might say later on, oh, that was successful. But it just depends what you see success is. So have a look at what your criteria is. So I'm going back to my old one of, have I made a difference to someone today? And I didn't realize I didn't have that in my business. I thought I did. I had it in other areas of my life, but my business, I was really attached to something, probably because I want to make a difference to a lot of people. So I've let that go. I feel lighter. I feel like I've dropped about 10 kilos and I'm willing for it to succeed in the old, you know, in the old reality's way of saying succeed or fail, whatever that is. But knowing also all of that is just a point of view. It's whatever meaning I put on it and it's whatever I choose. But also we've all got patterns underneath around success and failure. So if you want to learn more how to get these things out of your head really quickly, I have a, uh, a group called Calm. Consciously we're living in the moment. We do meditation, other tools, and we do journaling. And that's $10 a month, New Zealand dollars a month. And most of the stuff is live. And then there's some other pre-recorded stuff. Oh, thanks, Heather. Great. Thanks for that. Yeah, I'm glad you got something out of it. And the other thing is I've got a course, which technically launches tomorrow. The first email is going out to people that have already registered. And that's www.journaltojoycourse, J-O-U-R-N-A-L-T-O, joy j-o-w course.com and that's forty dollars and it's about it's 12 emails so it's over four weeks of techniques that will help you bring up this stuff because unless we're willing to bring it up it just keeps operating and operating underneath so if you're if you're scared to try something new there'll be something about failure or succeeding and and you know you're successful where you are but you're scared about that new space so yeah yeah, reach out if you need any support. I have a 15-minute free session as well. Um, PM me. And take care. And thanks for being on the call. I hope you got something out of it. But it's always good when I do my own work and I can share it because I'm just like you. I'm still finding stuff. It's just that I've wired my brain to 80% conscious. So I, I see it very, very quickly. And it's... My brain has now got a bias for gratitude rather than the threatening negative bias. So our brains are wired in a negative bias. That's just the software. And I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else, but I've wired it in the last six or seven years to have a gratitude bias and to see the silver lining bias and to see very quickly when it's not. And that's what I'm sharing with my clients. So yeah, thanks, Belinda. You all take care. Great to have you on. Here's some new people and some old people and some people I haven't seen in a while. Hope that helps. But yeah, you could be asking, show me what success is to me. Show me what my success is. Like, what does it look like for you? And your brain will start to show you. It'll start to look. You'll filter out the other stuff and it'll start to look. And it's not about success that's outside of us. You know, what house you live in, what car you've got. And that's what we've been trained in, but it's not. What feels right for you is your success. Take care, guys. Love you. Thanks so much for coming on. Bye.